going to discuss a bit of my summertime sadness. Moved into March. March sadness shouldn't happen, but other than that, dude, the weather is great. The allergies are kicking my ass. Oh, my God, um, man. I fell hung over this morning. I woke up. That's what I wanted to bring up because Emily mentioned it also. Yeah. I'm not drinking. I didn't get high last night. Yeah. I didn't take anything. I felt super hungover and groggy. Dude, I couldn't sleep. Now, I didn't have a hard time sleeping. Probably. I woke up like 12, at least 12 times last night. Just getting up. I didn't feel good. With all that damn pollen on my freaking car, it might be. What if COVID has now mixed with the plant pollen and we're having a uh, non fungal but similar last of the situation? Whoa, just let me get to the last episode of last What if viruses first. can travel in the pollen? Oh, man, that would suck. Uh, yeah. But before I knew it, more <laughs> deadly scares does break out. Yeah, is that, is that actually a thing? Is it our allergies? Is it something in the air? What is making us feel? Is it mold? Because it rained a lot recently. You know but what I did do last night that was different? I ate a bunch of sweets, actually. And I know if you eat way too much sugar all at once, it can make you feel a little hungover it the keeps, next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So and I wonder if that's what it was for me. But I think my allergies are pretty much knocking me. It's hard for me to breathe. I was going to say I didn't have sugar, but I had a little bit. I, oh, yeah? I had a bowl of Frosted Flakes, which to me is healthy. It's not. It's oh, yeah? sugar milk. No, it's iced. Um, it's frosted, man. <laughs> still, still great. Um, I know. But yeah, dude, it's so bizarre because yeah. I, I got decent sleep. Yeah. Um, I woke up this morning and I was like, I didn't oversleep, which will make you feel that way. I didn't undersleep, but damn it, I did not want to get out of bed. I was just super hungover. I was headachey. Emily, yeah. Emily says she still has a headache. She like, what the hell so. happened? Not sure, man. There's got to be. I, I did feel a little bit better when I took some ibuprofen too. Is which this is, getting old? We're supposed to be a oh, hip. Oh no! We're supposed to be a hip rock station. No, no, no. Emily's being her, cool. Emily's in her mid twenties, man. Yeah, but She's, she hangs out with us too much, and we're like, my back hurts. Yeah, okay. I don't think that you, you can't spread that to people. It's not like we're syncing up our you know, our monthly time. We're syncing up our monthly <laughs> Maybe uh, we aches are. and pains and getting oh, old. No. And it's happening now. Um, and the, the good thing about at least being hungover is you still usually were a little drunk and had a little bit of energy. Yeah. So you were kind of goofy and wild well, and weird. At least for the first three hours of the day or something until it starts hitting That's around when you lunch. Hit the hair yeah. of the dog. Uh. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have a goofy, wacky, wild, fun show. And if that's not good enough for you, Spencer discovered some concert tickets. I did. Pixies! You might have heard of them. I don't know. Just a little band on our current uh, March yeah. uh, Bracket Busters bracket that's winning. Uh, Pixies with Franz Ferdinand. Uh, we've got a lot of pairs of tickets to that to give away. Plus, we'll get you qualified for South by Southwest wristband. So if you don't want to listen to us for any other reason than winning free crap, uh, you can do that here on this show Please listen. with these people. Please listen. One of the greatest desserts of all time celebrates its birthday. National Oreo Day. If you love dunking that delicious cookie and some milk, Woo! today is for you. There are many different ways to eat your Oreo to celebrate Oreo Day. And today is the day to do that. Let's be real. Every day is the day to do that. Spinny, you and mm. I have both talked about going to buy Oreos and then proceeding to eat the entire thing Yeah, uh, pretty quickly. As is tradition. I feel like most people do that, unless you're a family. As you should. Yeah. Uh, some history about Oreo, which uh, developed from the National Biscuit Company. It was not the first of its type. There was another brand. Is that what Nabisco stands for? Uh, maybe. Hold on. I'm looking yeah. that up. Science. National Biscuit Company's Nabisco. They first developed the product, the Oreo 
Oreo biscuit in 1912. It was first trademarked that year in March. Oreo cookies in the United States sold for 25 cents a pound. Dude, let's go back to those good old days. Yeah, dude, in uh, clear glass-topped novelty cans. It was renamed the Oreo Sandwich later on that year. In 1948, it was called the Oreo Cream Sandwich. Yeah, bitch. Uh, And then in 1952, it was developed into what we know today, the modern Oreo design. Mm. Uh, Its uh, principal food scientist developed the mysterious Oreo cream filling that we all know and love today. Mysterious. Now... A lot of times, you're told to eat Oreos, even on the commercials, you open them, you lick the cream, you put them back together, and then you dunk them. Dude. That's fine, because you get the shell with the milkiness, but... There are so many ways to eat an Oreo. You don't have to restrict yourself. Correct. But still, to me, the best way is you just dunk the Oreo. Sure. You just dunk it, because the cream and milk, sure, it's cream and milk. It's supposed to be the same thing, but the Mm. texture is different. The way the milk soaks with the cookie, and then the cream goes into it. you got to soak a little bit. Uh, If you're a pro, you might use a fork. I recommend using a fork if you want to go that route. But I still like having a little bit of raw cookie crunch where my fingers hold it to add to the texture. Well, that's why I don't dunk the fork all the way in. It's just, it's a little pain in the ass having to wipe your fingers off every... Sure. You know what I mean? Now, Oreos are a simple cookie in themselves, but they have grown so much more. Oreo ice cream, one of the favorite things. Oreo oh, shakes. Cookies Oreo and cream, blizzards. you mean. Mm. Oreo cakes. Yum. Whole ass cakes that are chocolate cream, but yeah. with actual Oreos in them. Oh, and think of all the different Oreo flavors. You got birthday cake. You've got mint. You've got lemon. You got the blondies or whatever they're called. The, they, the vanilla ones. They do many different fun, bizarre ones. Most and then of, of them course, good. we took Oreo to the next level of fatness thanks to fried fares making <sighs> just that a fried Oreo. You add ice cream onto that bitch and oh my goodness. chocolate dipping sauce, baby. I don't care if it's giving me a heart attack or not. I'm eating it. Give it to Uh, me. Anyhow, happy National Oreo Day. Get out. Buy Oreos. Go dunk. Eat, eat, eat some Oreos. Have you deleted all of the photos of your ex? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. On the radio. Social cues with uh, not radio show X yet, but friend Emily. Uh, <laughs> you talked about this earlier today on the Morning X, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by it. I think yeah. I, I have uh, I have a take on it. That you have some thoughts. I have some thoughts, and I feel like if you're <laughs> if you're just talking about a, a heteronormal cisgender relationship, oh. um, wow, I, big I, words I, for I, CJ. <laughs> I think uh, I think men and women will differ on this. Okay. So uh, let's see. Give give me the spiel. Let me give you the situation and why I wanted to have this discussion in the first place. Uh, So my friend and I, she was like, oh, have I ever showed you pictures of my ex-fiance? And I was like, "Uh, first of all, what? Second of all, no. And she said, okay, let me show you. And she goes on his Facebook and he just has hundreds of photos of from whenever they were together. Because they were together for, I don't know, a couple of years. Um, it was like a younger relationship, got okay, engaged okay. pretty young, whatever. Just didn't work out. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was like, oh yeah, here's, you know, all these photos of us. And I was like, wait, is he with somebody now? And she was like, yeah, he has like a serious relationship. I'm like, and he has huh. all of these photos of you guys. And it wasn't obviously a good breakup. I mean, I didn't even know about this, yeah. that she had been engaged previously. And, uh, yeah, and so now he's in a serious relationship with somebody else, and he's still on his Facebook, has all of these photos Mm. of him and his ex. And I thought that that was 
weird. Do we know if she ended this relationship or not? Is it something he's still getting over? He cheated on her. Ah. Damn. Weird. Weird. So I thought that was strange. And then, you know, I was talking to Nick about it this morning and he was like, oh, no, like I don't. I don't ever go and delete pictures of exes because, like, I don't have time to do that. But I always have. Sure. Um, now, with my own it's personal sort of collection, the... I have some, but don't put them on social media. Oh, no, no, no. It's sort of part of the, uh, like, uh, ritual after you break up. You sort yeah. of go through whenever you're ready after for a few days. And then you go and you sort of purge and get rid of, uh, at least publicly, all of the uh, hanging out photos with you guys, and exactly. you know, exactly all the kisses, kissy kisses, and yeah. the, all the, the posts. like prom photos. Yeah. If that was had if you'd been together for that or long, or the posts of him sitting across from you at dinner, like oh my oh, god, yeah. we just went here, it's so good. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's all. I don't know, that's a little psycho. Wait, what? Yeah, I think I think if you're actively purging photos, I think that's a little bit of uh, anger, and I think if anything, anger. I think if anything, it shows that you're still more connected to that person Whoa, than no, not because no, you're no. mad enough to have to delete the history to no. take time. Do. No. CJ psychologist. Uh-uh. See, here's here's my no. thing: is uh, it's okay. part of my past. It's a part of my history. Sure. Um, yeah. I feel like if glancing at someone's timeline or grid, if you will. Uh, is just kind of a representation of that, and I think exes are included in that. Now, mm. I will say, like, if it's a profile pic, I'll change it or make it private, or if there's, like, an entire album. But I don't I don't actively try to delete or, or complete. I think maybe a little bit of deletion and unpublishing, but completely purging an ex is kind of crazy, especially if you were together for a very long time, just because that's mm. so consuming and weird. Um, I think... I don't. I don't think I've really done this. I, yeah. I even think with exes, I no. have. Really, I used to like feel maybe it. untagging them at the most. But even with exes, I have that are married and have kids now. Like there are still photos of us on their social media and on mine. Just because it's, it's a part of the past. No, it's yeah. not. It's it's. But see, that's the key word. It's a part of the past. Exactly. So if you want to start fresh, and if you want to start a relationship with somebody or you're on social media and or you're on like the dating apps and you have your social media co- connected. If I see some guy with his pictures of his ex on his Instagram, when I'm swiping through Tinder or something, oh, that's sure. a, that's an automatic. Uh, right. They're still attached. Yeah. That's a no, absolutely not. Sure. Well, maybe, maybe no, I'm there also, are, there are certain cases where, uh, exes, are friends with you, but that's usually several years later. Yeah, at least in my experience. See, I'm, I have like my main ex I'm still friends with, but all the other ones, not really. But that is something that you still probably shouldn't, if you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody, you probably don't want to parade around the All fact right. that you are friends with your ex because that sure. also no, doesn't look feels that like good. you're hiding something. Don't Why are you hiding, hiding that? Anything. Is there nothing to hide? That's just a different conversation. Sure. And yeah. social media is all fake, anyways. And <gasps> it's kind. Of, so it's oh, sorry, gasp. Well, maybe for me, it's not as weird. Revelation. I never had like a ton of like stuff with exes. Like I would have things, but I do see there are people, usually ladies, that mm-hmm. every profile picture is with. Their 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 boo yeah and mine was never like that plus I oh, want to sure. show off my yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a lot of exes that were effing smoke shows oh my god and I want people to yeah, see the hot trim I was pulling I'm glad the truth weird. finally comes that's out that's not yeah. the truth yes, that's it just, is I'm true. just saying like it's it's weird to go and delete that I don't I don't know why well, what's the purpose well, of having it up still th- there is no because it's my past it's my Does history it, like why would I go and I 
actively it, like get rid of it. Does it feel like the extra effort you have to take in, in deleting of the photos or the purge, if you will, says something? Is it? Does, I guess you're. I don't care that much. Mm. It says okay. if I yeah, that's, care what, that's what I was trying to say. How can you not let go? I have let mm. go because if I cared, I would be like, I'm going to delete this bitch. If no, I was it's angry not even out of and anger. upset. You can delete photos without being angry, CJ. You can delete photos and be like, oh, I'm not friends with that person anymore. It's not even on the top of my mind, though. And I'm saying, like, Mm. if you are thinking enough about it to go delete it, you're still Mm. thinking about that person because you're like, I got to go delete this. But you're thinking about that person for two seconds to get rid of them. Uh, You're still thinking about them, whereas I'm not. You're still thinking about them every time you log on to Instagram. I don't see see them on Instagram because it's so far down the grid with other bitches. (laughs) (laughs) If you just thought about them for one second to delete the photo, then you would never have to think about them again. Nah, man. <laughs> you just want to show off, it's and that's okay. Oh, no. That's I, okay. I joke, but it's not really it. I think it's crazier to yeah. delete than it is to just leave it. Mm-hmm. Have you asked, asked your also, fiance maybe this the, one? The type of person that like posts all kinds of crap with uh, yeah. people are the crazy type that would. Well, Emily posed a it. good question. What do you think your fiance would think? I don't think she cares. Okay. I mean, I don't have my profile picture of me shirtless doing dumb stuff in the studio or me with dogs. Yeah. Like, it's not like I have a lot with with ladies. <laughs> Even though one of my favorites was uh, whenever I had a, a girlfriend that told me she was uh, loved me but wasn't in love with me. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we went to, we decided to stay together for the three more months before she moved away for school. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Medical school, not not like going to college. It wasn't oh, that. okay. Uh, but we went to a friend's wedding, and they out at this farm. They had a giant love sign, like in giant letters. So I stood inside the love, and I told her to stand outside of the L. And we took that picture, and that was my profile picture of us. Wow. She was out outside of love, and I was, it was funny. And we're crazy for deleting photos. Yeah, I was crazy. Uh, I did. Okay. Are you ready to be a digital nomad family? It's the parent pickup with Matt Beard and Digital Nomad Family. Yeah, uh, buzzwords for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Pandemic guru in there. Matt is the guru of of instructing you on this. Now we're good to go. Well, I don't know what that means. Now yeah. I feel set up. A guru means that you're the guy that can inst- you're a social media guru. Oh, I know what a guru is. He's a total wizard. A guru is somebody who asked you to pay to nineteen ninety nine at the end of this, but that's not going to happen. The pandemic proved remote work can work. Lots and lots yes. of people move to other cities, maybe even move to other countries and work from there. Uh, one of the things you don't see is a whole lot of families doing that because y- y- you got kids. Yeah. Of course, uh, you guys know what that's like because, you know, like uh, CJ, you got a dog. Guess what? There are a bunch of families out there saying, hey, you can become a digital nomad Whoa. with your kids. Uh, one of the things that you might worry about is your kids learning anything actually doing some schooling so that they can, you know, move on with their life. Function. Dude, there's yeah. nothing wrong with any kid that's ever been uh, homeschooled. I think they turn out to be very great far-right-wing Christian fundamentalists with awkward social skills. Well, at least you haven't stereotyped there. Okay, Well good. done. Uh, I will say this. There's something called world schoolers. There's lots of groups that people have joined who are traveling around with their kids. World schooling, uh, they say, has a lot to do with asynchronous learning. Uh, your kids are a lot of times are learning while they're traveling. They're seeing actual stuff, applying some of this knowledge to real-world okay. uh, okay. examples. Uh, there's, of course, there's online schools that you can enroll your kid in. International How to schools. How TikTok star. 
You can if you if it makes you feel better to keep interrupting what is good here, good quality content, you do that. Oof. But I think what's happening is it you're denying not a TikTok star. What like I'm me. saying is you're denying yourself the ability for your family and your dog yeah. to become digital nomads. Uh, we've tried. Spencer and I made a rap video. Went okay. Is that what digital nomad means? I think so. We. I don't think we've gotten to the description yet, man. Okay. There are linguistic schools you can put your kids in overseas. They're learning different languages while they're there. Um, all kinds of logistics can be worked out through planning, and there's lots of different sites for parents who are digital nomads with their kid. <sighs> What's a deed? Guys, a- this is a joke. This is kind of a joke right here. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, there's a whole article I read, and here's something that... So he got upset with you for interrupting his joke premise. I think How's so. How's that feel? Well, because it clearly sounds corny and grifty. There are thousands of families doing this, and I'm going to tell you something... <laughs> I feel bad for the kids. Yes. Because um, kids, the most important thing when you're growing up is your friend set. Other kids. Other kids. Yes. And everything I read about this seems to be a real lack of other kids for your kids. I think for some kids, this probably works great. There are some kids who are probably like, I would much rather travel through Europe and see the sights and sounds. I don't. And then I'll call my friend or I'll I'll text them or whatever. But I know that uh, for my daughter, it would be crushing. To be pulled away from her friends. To hang out yeah. with your lame parents staying in Jugendherbergs while driving a caravan across uh, yeah. Europe. No yeah. thanks. I, and it makes me uncomfortable because when I watch some of these videos and I was going through some of this to look at like, oh, would this be good for my family? In and, every one of them, <laughs> the kids look like props in all of the videos and pictures. Uh, it's just awkward. weird. They're usually props with any kind of parent that wants to be he- internet heavy. Uh, also, let's be real. These kids never get chocolate. They have to eat carob. And you're in Europe, the oh, chocolate capital. Weak. Weak. Okay. I'm just saying. I like uh, digital nomad, though. That's what they're called. It's a real, it's a real thing. That's it. Were we done? I'm sorry. Yeah, Let's I, was, go. I, was, I was just letting him finish up with K-Rob. Funny. Random. Weird. The C.J. Morgan Show. 101X. Whiskey is going to kill us all. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! That's right, whiskey's gonna kill us all, and I don't mean in the way it killed my grandmother by her drinking herself to death. No! A Jack Daniels building project has been halted because a fungus caused yeah. by escaping alcohol vapors. Very appropriate with Last of Us <laughs> happening right now. Honestly, I think that's the only reason this is sort of a story is because of The Last of Us. Yeah, and it doesn't appear to be too bad. Uh, it's no. more just neighbors complaining about uh, property being coated yeah. in a strange fungus which appears as a dirty black crust on surfaces. It's a growing issue for people in the area, and apparently it comes from yeah. ethanol fumes being and consumed by the fungus. So this is completely normal. It happens uh, outside of bakeries, too. Um, yeah. Things like that, you know, with using a lot of yeast or uh, just ethanols. And it just spreads all over the trees, the leaves, and people's cars and stuff like that if they're close enough to these, uh, these factories that make the... Uh, uh, whiskey itself, as well as the barrel storehouses that store the whiskey and uh, have the angel's share that evaporates. That's what they call it, the angel's share. 
that evaporates into the yes. heavens. Well, it, apparently it creates the, a fungus, yeah. Then there's <laughs> so, the devil's cut, which yeah. is what's at the bottom of the barrel that's uh, strongest, I guess. Now, uh, the main thing is... We're not going to die from this. No, um, it, it doesn't is not seem to spread. A Last of Us uh, style fungus no. yet. What I want to know is if you eat this fungus, will it get you drunk and will you trip? I don't think so, since it's processing Damn the it. ethanol. You know what I mean? It's 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 turning it into well itself. It's turning if it into anything, fungus. <laughs> it's uh, cleaning a pollutant. Yeah, uh, which, which is what fungus always does. It's great at its job. Absolutely, and it communicates in the root networks underground with Ooh. trees. Very fascinating what fungus can do. But it's we're just... more concerned about it killing us. Uh, now, this is not the first time a massive fungus outbreak has scared someone, and obviously. Uh, with us making the references to the hit HBO show. Yeah. There have been times in the past where fungus has completely infiltrated and made communities go insane. Infiltrated. Most, you make it seem as if fungus has a will in a way, dude, in, a, it might, in a method. It might be intelligent. <laughs> uh, the most famous was a case in France where ergot, yeah. which is actually what they use to synthesize and produce uh, LSD, yeah. uh, but ergot was happening on uh, the wheat crops. Yeah. Essentially, it was either too warm and wet during a certain time, the crops grew early, something to do with the slight freeze, and then ergot was making people hallucinate, and they thought witches were going crazy and <laughs> after people, and it became no. a, an entire big deal in France, and Man. a lot of people think that the Salem witch trials, because of looking at the climate then, the conditions were perfect for the ergot f- uh, fungus to form on uh, on oh, the, you think they, the they think it they had a part to do in the Salem? They do. They the think that Ergot might also uh, also the the witch trials and the yeah. burnings and all that. They, they were tripping, huh? They do think that uh, that might have happened because again, if you are yeah. if if you've ever tripped and you didn't know you were gonna, it is it can be oh, nightmares. Scary, yeah. Uh, especially if you've never done it before. Um, I do not recommend ever no. giving someone a surprise trip that Don't is highly that. illegal and bad. It's not their consent. It's rude. But it did at the make, very uh, least. But the ergot did make people freak out and think they were seeing yeah. uh, different heavenly visions and stuff like that. Well, this Jack Daniels mushroom or fungus, excuse me, it's, it's more f- of an annoyance because yeah. it's dirty. People, it's, it looks dark and black. It's like it just looks like it's dirty dust or something. You know, like caked snow or something. It's just gross. So, but it's not going to kill us. No, and I so, mean you don't want to break it up and breathe it in. You don't want to do that with a lot of things, including glass. You know, <laughs> asbestos. So most likely, the reason uh, whiskey is going to kill us is still the same reason it. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma. Unfortunately. Okay. I've got the March sadness. And I'm not sure why. It's group therapy with Emily, Matt Bearden, Spencer, myself, CJ Morgan. And March is usually, maybe this is a seasonal thing, but March is supposed to be happy and fun. And it usually is. You have daylight savings time. The sun's in the sky longer. The weather turns a little better. But for some reason, I cannot shake the March sadness. And I don't know if it's related to... Uh, COVID years um, happening in March, if it's just growing older or... I don't know, but I've got the March sadness. Is this Mm -hmm. a thing? Could I throw out a suggestion? Uh, Kill myself? No, that's very inappropriate. Whoa, what made you think Yeah, don't do that, Matt. Uh, Suggestion number two. Okay, I'll go with suggestion number two. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, Look, I know that you're you're a guy who likes to be in the middle of everything, right? Something you've always enjoyed. You were a city council member uh, down in the head of your fraternity. You're always the class clown here at the office. And traditionally, all of March in this city is focused on 
South by and South by adjacent events. Sure, sure. Yeah. Do you think that March maybe bothers you a little bit? Because it's so hard to avoid the pitfalls of FOMO during this month, no matter who you are in this city. And no what matter you're doing, what, yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. You could get invited to the coolest VIP experience, mm. but when you wake up the next morning, Somebody else is going to have another VIP experience that you weren't invited to, or, and or, it bothers you. Or oh. they wasn't even a VIP experience. They were just hanging out on the street and ran into Bill Nye and Matthew McConaughey sure. and took a photo <laughs> with them. Whatever yeah. it is, do you think that maybe that little part of your gut realizes, oh, something is going to disappoint me this month where I'm going to feel left out or oh, that, that I'm not living the life I want to live? Yes. Initially, with South by Southwest specific, um, absolutely dealt with that. Not anymore. Yeah. I don't care as much anymore because I realized how corny it is and yeah. dumb. Um, and I realized that I guess... Really? Little... So hanging out with Bill Nye the Science Guy and Matthew McConaughey on 6th Street is corny and dumb? Yes, because you're not hanging out with them. You took a photo with them and that was it. How, what do, you if they, how do you know? Yeah, what if they're just like, my God, you're amazingly cool. Yeah. I would really like to hang out with you. Yeah, someone. come I hang out. I have some science they, experiments I, to try out absolutely. or something. We well, need to have general cool hangs yeah. usually because everybody just wants to take a picture. Yeah. But you seem like a really to... genuine, nice person. I don't think they would say that. Bongos and... <laughs> I don't think they'd yeah. say that to Tracy Stop Schultz. Little inside Austin joke there. Wow. No, it's I've got to do cool things. I enjoy it. If I want to see live music, I'll try to go to a show. I don't worry as much about that. But there is a long-standing case of uh, FOMO that's even bigger than South by Southwest, probably more due to spring break, because spring break, uh, I was always the one working at the Joe's Crab Shack while all my friends Mm. were at Padre Island. I never did spring break. I I never went on a ski trip. I always had to work. Dude, when I was in college even, our spring break was different than a lot of my friends' spring breaks at like UTSA or other places, so I didn't get to have the same time off as them. It was very weird. Oh, that's annoying. I kind of feel you, but... Yeah, my spring break was, was different, too, because... I went to UT, which meant South by Southwest, which meant working, volunteering, doing something and being like, hopefully this unpaid internship will help for my future. Uh, While all of my friends are out, you know, getting completely just blackout drunk on a bus. trips. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I missed out on something. And then once I did a little bit of that when I was older. You know, that's probably why I was so into junior college, college, starting a fraternity and then becoming president of a different one. Pro- because I felt like I missed these wild, fun crap that people did in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. high school. And then you realize, like, oh, man, it's just kind of annoying more than anything. Yeah, uh, more responsibilities. Yeah, Ugh. really. And, hey, now I have a cool radio job. So... Yeah, Did man. I miss out? Yeah, you can take advantage not. of a lot of the perks here, like uh, free bagels on Friday morning. Yes. Not everyone gets that. I like those That's bagels, true. actually. Perhaps true. the root of my March sadness goes to something a little deeper. We'll discuss and come back why birthdays. Birthdays make you sad. We're doing group therapy, uh, discussing March sadness, and I guess y'all aren't feeling that the way I am. Not necessarily. Again, it's springtime, it's lighter outside, you have spring break, you have summer, you have swimming all around the corner in March. When you're in school, March is great because your eye is on the prize, May, and getting out, yep. and mm-hmm. having the summer, so it feels so, so good. Um, but for some reason, the last couple of years might be COVID-related, 
uh, might be spring break related. We've talked about South by Southwest. Uh, I've had some March sadness, but the thing I didn't uh, bring up is my birthday is also in March <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Smack dab. On spring break on South in by. In the middle, yeah. So my entire <laughs> life, my birthday has been overshadowed by everything else. Aww, that's like man. having a... Maybe that's why I'm sad. Maybe so. It's like having a Christmas birthday, except, well, St. Patty's Day isn't quite as, you know, maybe memorable Listen, or as yeah. important to our society and or you're culture. you're tied to but wearing green every the, year the for your birthday. The good thing is there's always people out partying. Yeah. The bad thing is, is it's not about you, maybe. Um, you can make it about you. Pretend sure. you're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I know that's the joke, but honestly, like, making things all about me does make me uncomfortable. Like, when people sing oh, me yeah, happy yeah. birthday, or like, it's his birth. Like, it makes me feel weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I get this at all. I, it's it. The whole city, the whole world turns into a party. Like, what a great birthday to have. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, sort of. But again, a lot of my history as a baby boy, uh, so my mom, you know, Everyone does a birthday every year for a damn kid, and mine were always sparsely attended because it was spring break and everyone was out of town, so there's that. Then as an adult, uh, everyone was going to Padre while I was working at Joe's Crab Shack because I couldn't afford it and was the dude that had to work. And then at the radio station, same thing. I always had to work South By. If I got to do something on the day of my birthday that wasn't South By related, (laughs) it was working a remote at some bar uh, in in Pflugerville because it, they were having a St. Patrick's crawfish boil or something like that. I, so it's, it's always sounds, involved work instead of it just being like my birthday. It sounds like you have a case right now, today, of the feel sorry for yourselves. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Well, and maybe that has less to do with just March and more to do with like, did you get good sleep this weekend? Are you eating enough bran? Yeah, how's that? I, I, ate two, I ate two bowls of Frosted Flakes. No, getting... that's not bran. No. That's sugar. It's good no, for no, you. No, 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 no. It's good for that's you. Sugar. Not enough fiber. That's <laughs> not the, the sugar is not the stuff that helps you. Vegetables, fruits. Are we getting enough intake well, of vitamins? Okay, CJ, yeah, I had pizza that had mushrooms on it. I, I kind of sort of really... understand. Okay, just just let him be sad for a second. Thank because you. my birthday, which is May 7th when I was in college, always landed on finals week. Oh, okay, man. but this is what okay, you, you have to do, CJ. Mine was in the summer. Okay, it was all alone. Me, so similar. I was never sad, even none born. Of my I don't have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what you have to do, CJ. You need to designate a different day to be your birthday. Yeah, for celebration. You're like no. if South by Southwest is happening, way. then celebrate your birthday the way you want it to go the week before. Because yeah. you're an adult, doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the day of. It's not like you're turning 21 and like it's the first time you can go to the bar. But, but it you have also to wait makes until me sad day. to celebrate my birthday because yeah. then it feels weird that people are doing something for me and it makes me very uncomfortable. But, but then if, if they don't do it, then it makes me sad and well, angry. Say, yeah. Okay, that's the one thing I can understand uh, that particular thing because I don't like to plan my own birthdays and then I love planning my like own birthdays. Last year when you <laughs> planned a little surprise thing at your house, I was like, I feel very uncomfortable. I don't know what to do oh, with but myself. It was cute. But it was yeah. great because we had a balloon drop and it was just one big black balloon. <laughs> it was great. That was hilarious. Yeah. If I could give in my I think my final word to you would be to grow up, realize <laughs> that the universe doesn't care about you. You're unimportant. You're a blip in the grand scheme of uh all time. time. And uh, you just need to chill, bro. You just need to chill, bro. Wait, isn't this our therapy session? I don't know if that's... It's called tough therapy. (laughs) It's a new thing that I do, which is I'm the therapist who goes, 
get out of my office. Yeah. But if I'm in a simulation, this is all about me because y- y'all are all NPCs. No, you're in oh. our simulation. That's yeah. the thing. You don't even exist. Oh, I'm the NPC. You're the yeah. NPC. Damn it. But I've become self-aware and now I'm yeah. sad about it. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. All right. March <laughs> sadness. You get over it, man. It's only a few more days left. 11 Marvel movies that should have been nominated for Academy Awards. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. You just can't get away from the power and scope of Marvel. And apparently some people are a little upset that more movies weren't nominated for the Academy Awards. And... I don't know. I get it. It's all green screen fun stuff. But uh, there are a lot of things that go into this multi-billion dollar machine that still make and keep it magical. I have not read the list. So are we excited to see what movie should have been nominated for Oscars? Not Ant-Man. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I'm not really that excited. But uh, I don't know, man. All fan excitement for us. Emily, you're not a Marvel person in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I was indoctrinated into the group um, because my fiance is a big Marvel fan. Was that a, you didn't read comics growing up or anything, did you? Because I, yeah, I, I, I did a little bit. A little I have bit, a same. basic grasp. Uh, but basically, my dad was a trash man. And uh, the same way he got a bunch of records once, a comic book store closed down. And next to the dumpster in his trash truck, there were crates of comic books. Hell yeah. So oh, he grabbed them, cool. still has them to this day, but I would read those. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But they were never in sequential order. They weren't organized. So I would just read comic books. Like a volume 12. I would, like a, yeah. A I would, I would, from a diff, completely I would different. get the one off for the thing. <laughs> but it was enough to give me a really good understanding of everything out there. I was introduced to Marvel because of my fiance, and I will say, like, I kind of hit the lotto with it because one night we're hanging out, and she's like, "Oh, do you want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy?" Boom, that was a great one. That was uh, fun. She she takes me in theaters to see something. It was a great one. Um, I didn't have to see the Ant Man's or the Avenger. Or I'm sorry, the uh, Iron Man three. Like, I was watching the best right off the bat. Um, uh, uh, Black Panther. What else? Thor Ragnarok. I hated the Thor stuff, and then Thor I was, she sucked up she until that one. Dragged Jeez. me in to see Ragnarok, and then I left with that being one of my favorite movies. So, mm. well, lucky um, you, man, because a lot of people you. are sucked in, and they read comics as a youth. Not me. I well, read some bad, like DC stuff, but let's get man. into it. Uh, now, this might not just be for this year; it might be for overall because I'm seeing uh, sure some older movies. Some older movies. Starting off with what we just discussed. Number one, uh, Taikiti Watiti. Waititi, never say that. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. That was the wrong accent. Uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Okay, um, I don't know. Brit Jemaine Present. Gotta get in my name. Taika Waititi. Uh, best director for Thor Ragnarok. And you know what? Sure. 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 Because he took a floundering franchise. He listened to the lead um, of the, the movie and they changed directions and it was pretty damn awesome. Uh, best actor Robert Downey Jr. for Avengers Endgame. Uh, he, he was pretty tied in that, but I don't know best actor. But yeah, again, it's no, just no, nominated. No. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sure, she got evil pretty quick. She got to ham yeah. it. Yeah, she got to have some fun. But you know, that's if you don't do all the homework with the uh, Wandavision. <laughs> it makes it true, makes far true. less sense. Uh, best via VFX Captain America. Civil War. 
Um, I don't know what VFX is. Virtual effects. Oh, visual effects. See, I feel like that is fair. I think Marvel should have sure. more virtual effects categories. Uh, de-aging Robert Downey Jr., yeah. the fighting. Because, I mean, let's admit it, all of these superhero movies are just 99% green screen anyways. So Unfortunately, yeah. Nah. You're adapting that. <laughs> uh, best adapted screenplay, Avengers Infinity War. Sure, that was really tight. I, I, uh, I will yeah. say um, sure. it, and then having them lose in the end, even though there was a sequel coming out, which yeah. was was pretty great, and it did tug on your heartstrings. No, Peter Parker. Best supporting actor. Speaking of Peter Parker, Michael hey. Keaton for Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, good villain in that one. Um, yeah. Good to see Michael Keaton also just popping back. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. The dude has his chops, him. and he's he's freaking awesome. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Florence Pugh for Black Widow. Pugh, uh, pew, 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 pew. Oh, it was okay. I didn't realize she was in Black Widow. Weird. Uh, best Picture, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, that was more think, of a setup film. What do you think would be Best Picture then? Because that was a really good one. That was the only good Captain America. I mean, Civil War is fine. What would you put, I guess, CJ? As best Picture? As best Picture overall. I mean, probably Endgame. Probably Endgame. Or event, sure. the first Avengers was pretty dope. And they okay. just ended it with him being like, I'm Iron Man. Uh, costumes, the Eternals. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that be- just seems like a... See, I, I kind of... Something. I no. think um, uh, Black Panther might have won once during the Oscars for best costumes. Yeah. And like that makes sense because well, that's that has... Well, pretty dope, yeah. That's yeah. why I didn't choose them for this list, I yeah. guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with this one. Best cinematography, Doctor Strange, uh, the the mirror universe and all that, pretty pretty tight. Doctor Strange was a good one. Uh, best score, Captain Marvel, and... What? They're throwing that one a bone, too. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, to be honest... These are cartoon kid movies. Um, yes. They already get their accolades with all the yeah. all the money, money and stuff like that. <laughs> they, yeah, they already make enough in the in the theater. They arguably make more than all these Oscar movies. What anyways. they need to do is have an Italian director um, do a very low budget art house Marvel movie. <laughs> oh man, have you seen those AI generated images? Uh, one of them was like Wes Anderson directs the Avengers, so it's just pictures of all wow. the Avengers, but they're in like weird looking costumes and That's sitting cool. in very picturesque looking like, like OCD yeah. like designed rooms, the like Wes like Anderson. Beirut or the Shins Those or are so good. Uh, how crazy would that be if Wes Anderson did a uh, Marvel movie? They should screw with it. It worked for Tahiti Waikiki. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Austin's number one beef baby, the CJ Morning Show on 101X. So I'm thinking about introducing my boyfriend to my friends, but by going on a camping trip. Is that a good idea or am I bound to just fail and he might just go get eaten in the woods by a bear? No, I think that's a good, I think that a camping trip's a good one. Yeah? Um, Because especially if you like him enough to where you're like, oh, he doesn't have a bunch of stuff that my friends are going to hate, then it's fine. And I I do believe that is also a good situation where people can actually have connections and conversations Mm. simply. My my question is, what's the tent setup situation going to be like? Is it going to be you and him? Is there a space for you guys to get away a little bit? Or are you guys all sharing a big tent? So it's kind of a bigger group, and I reserved three camping spots next to each other. But you can have two, two tents, to three tents yeah, per, yeah, spot. Yeah. per spot. 
So I think we should be good. Um, the only reason as long why as he's got I, a little space to decompress, if he needs. Now, obviously, you can wander off into the woods. And be, yeah, the, the be on nature your own is for, your entire yeah, map. Yeah, yeah, but, um, but just the, in case. The only reason why I invited him initially is because everybody in this friend group now has a partner, uh, and so they're all inviting their partners, which man, some of been, them I already mm. know, and we've been on camping trips together. But like, there are at least three of us who have kind of a newer relationship and everybody was like oh i'm gonna ask my boyfriend oh i'm gonna ask my girlfriend and so then i was like oh well crap i'm gonna be a bad person if i don't bring mine so i think that's i think that's great like i said camping there's not crap to do well, mm-hmm. you're, you're um, and not, you can have a lot more conversation and hang out as long as you're cool being stinky in a tent together. Plus, you're oh, not absolutely. the only one inviting someone newer to the group, too. Yeah. So, hell yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, definitely take the opportunity. Why not? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little concerned um, because yeah. he is a very overly excited person, and he is like me where he is an over-planner, and you all know my planning instincts and how psychotic I am. Mm. I am now dating somebody just like that. So it'll either be really good, and we'll play mom and dad and take care of everybody on the trip, which everybody (laughs) needs one of those, right? Um, Or it'll be very bad, and by the end of the trip, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, like he is so high maintenance like Emily. Because I feel like you can only have one of me on a camping trip. Maybe maybe, uh, with both of your forces combined, you'll all relax a bit, and then you'll do 50-50, and that way it's just like there's still one planning type person. Also, just invite me, and then I will be the over yeah. planner survivalist. They will be yeah. the guy who lights the fires. Yeah, no one's touching the goddamn fire to make sure. Like uh, that is that is very true. I will assert dominance <laughs> in any tribe at any camping situation yeah. when it comes to the fire. That is that is very simple to do. And then people are like, Emily, your coworker is such a douche. <laughs> yeah. But I can't stop thinking about him. Oh my god. Also gosh. when I got also when I got bit by that snake, he sucked out the poison and had everything ready. And, and then it was when that bear and then when that bear came, whoa, he actually had a knife and a firearm to defend us. Yeah. So thank wow, you, wow, wow. Emily. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll have to consider that one. Um I have now that I think about it, I have actually been on a the opposite end. So I have been the girlfriend that was introduced during a camping trip with my ex. Oh, so you know what it's like. I know what it's like, and now that I'm remembering it... Is that why you're hesitant? It kind of sucked. Did it? Yeah, because his friends, first Mm. of all, decided to go camping in the middle of the summer in Texas when I told all of them, hey, we should probably not do that. Okay. And nobody listened, and it ended up being so disgustingly hot Um, The other thing that was awkward about it is, you know, I had just met all of my friends uh, or my ex's friends, and then we went to go sleep in this tent, and he wanted to get down and dirty, if you know what I mean. Which is fine, but but when you're in a group, it can be annoying. Exactly. I was like, but that's kind of weird. So I don't know. Like, I don't. I, this is kind of a newer relationship for me, so I'm trying not to put him in the same position that I was in sure. with my ex. So I'm like, is sex allowed? Yeah, I think so. But I think, again, you got to realize, same as if you're renting a beach house or a ski cabin, whatever. If you were the group of people and you're going to do it, just be respectful. Don't be loud and annoyed. Like, realize there are people around Yeah, and just be like, respectful with that right. i think so that's, that's simple yeah which it's it's, we've all it's had, hard to do we've yeah, all had yeah, friends yeah. that are, are not but 
Yeah, Ooh, I some say, little I think, wood time. Haha, <laughs> woods, <laughs> woods, woods in the woods. Uh, I, I had a trip similar where I was introduced to a lot of um, my uh, girlfriend at the time's friends on a camping trip, mm-hmm. and I knew most of them, but didn't know all of them. And maybe I probably was a little too like aggressive with the setup and the fire. Yeah, um, but it was it probably. was okay. I'm sorry, you absolutely were. Uh, I guarantee you that we, you absolutely were. <laughs> we did have a lot of fun, and it was it was cool. Um, the only thing was is uh, on one day we all took LSD and went hiking. Oh no! And I had a paralyzed wiener dog at the time, so I had to carry him. And then I was also like, oh, man, this is a lot of wooded area. So I started making stones with sticks in the middle, pointing back how to get home. And I was kind of made fun of for that. But then when a couple of the people wanted to go back. Yeah, uh, they didn't have to travel with the whole group. They, fo- they just yeah. followed my little, nice. uh, my little so markers. Even though the thing is, is this, this is, it, it's, a, it's a giant park we were in. But the hiking area is in the middle of all the camping areas. So no matter which way you go, you're going to end up on the camping area or the road. So it's not like you can super get lost. But it it was a blast. And at the end of the night, I... uh, I connected with everyone in a very weird way oh. because uh, all right, you got, you it's very d- drugs. <laughs> but uh, everyone brought out like glow, and they were very like hippieish people. They brought uh, out like glow in the dark hula hoops and oh, frisbees. Yes, I know. And, I love those people. And uh, at one point, uh, we were tossing the frisbee, and a dude th- holds up a hula hoop, and another dude behind him, and they're glow in the dark. And I throw the frisbee, and I make it through both hula hoops, <gasps> and everyone was like, "Oh." Like, just because yeah. we were all high as crap, and it wasn't like we were intending to do it, but I made it through both, and it's all glowing, and you're on LSD, so you see the tracers, and at that moment, I finally became accepted into the group. See, Aww. that's all your new boo's got to do, Emily. He's got to get high on LSD. <laughs> and then do an impressive druggy feat. Okay, I believe in him. The Lake Austin Siren has struck again. Now, Spencer, you're very critical of my theory that we have a serial killer in Austin. Uh, yeah, zero I, evidence, zero. Who I believe is a young maiden that attracts men with her siren song and then disposes of the bodies in Lake Austin or the area. We've had several deaths of just that, young men in Lake Austin, sure. in the area. Guess what? We have another one. Yesterday, oh. APD responded to Ladybird Lake where a body was found in the water this morning. Uh, they responded at 1100 Riverside Drive. They say that the uh, person was pronounced dead on the scene. No uh, foul play. They say the death is not being investigated Mm. as suspicious, but to me, it sings. Gorgeous, sad melody of a serial killer. Oh, man. The uh, South... uh, What was it? Lake... uh, South... The Siren. The Lady lady of the Lake Siren. Oh, Um, wow. The Ladybird um, Lake Siren, the Lake Austin Siren. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. So in this case, particularly even more so, zero evidence. This is like the 10th death, <laughs> Zero though. evidence. Sure, people die all the time, bro. It's because it's You know a, how many people die in a car wreck? It's still Every a, day? It's and there's still, no magical random mechanic that's but, been tampering with cars as but, a serial killer? But how many young men die in a lake in the same spot? Late at night, hanging out on rainy. Again, we don't know anything if this is uh, related. Uh, There is jokingly speculation of this. But it brings up uh, what's happening now, swim season, summertime. And I feel the need, since we have so many people that have moved here, to remind you that uh, Lake Austin, or Lady Bird Lake as it's called, pretty dangerous area. Yeah. Uh, There are weird currents. There's a lot of crap under the water. That uh, old construction things, road runoff. It's not the best place to swim. 
Make sure to wear water shoes if you're going, for sure. You don't want to step <laughs> on anything. You. you don't want to cut yourself. There's also... Uh, man, I could, uh, you cut yourself on some sharp metal. One, you got to deal with, you know, the... Uh, what is it? It's not tinnitus. That's the ear. Tetanus. The tennis. Thank tetanus, you. Yeah, you got to get a tetanus shot. There are piranhas uh, that will eat you. All the bacteria There's that no get problems. up in there, you know, from the the, uh, the water. But uh, more specifically, just with uh, being aware when you're swimming, and it's also boating season on Lake Travis, and a lot of times drinking's involved, which is dangerous. I'm a person who likes to go for late night swims. Uh, that is dumb. I'm going to tell you uh, as a. Uh, a Lenny once said, or Carl yeah. once said in the sim, it was Lenny. Uh, ah. Midnight drinking and alcohol. What a great combination. It's not. And it, when you're younger and having fun and you're at a boat party and you're doing stuff, it's kind of like passe to wear a life preserver. Uh, the law in Texas, I do believe, as a former boaterman myself, usually got to have a life jacket for every person on the boat. You're Dude. supposed to be wearing them or have them near. I'm sorry, but, but if I'm on a, a a vessel in the water, I'm wearing one of the. Especially if I'm drinking, it also actually mostly because I'm drinking. It also I'm going to wear a life vest. It helps cover cover up my pale, chunky skin. Same. Uh, yeah, dude. Same. Uh, I plus, wore a life I, vest. I give an excuse. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a t-shirt because I don't want the vest to scrape up against all, uh, my man go. boobs. Yeah, and it's not because I'm fat and I'm ashamed. You can be the funny goofball at the party, but seriously, if you're on boat parties, if you're at the lake, if you're jumping off a dock. Be aware of all that's around you. The water fluctuates in Austin constantly, so you never know what's underneath, how deep it is. It is super easy to drown, even if you think you're a great swimmer. Yeah. So be careful. Have those life Please vests. Do. Uh, take care of other people. It happens more often. Than, it happens a lot in Austin. It does. Enough to where it could be a serial killer. We don't know. It's not. But it happens every year. Several people end up going missing after a boating accident, having a river, having a lake house. So just take care. Yes. Be safe and watch out. With the siren. Or don't. It's not there. It's not real. Did you know? Oh, we're oh. going to find out if we knew. Indeed we are. Uh, I've got a special uh, thing that we're going to do this week because uh, the Texas Ledge is in session. Matt, I know you love when uh, everyone from every farming community, rural swampland, and Amarillo, come to the Capitol to try to get very weird laws on the books. I love the weird laws. I love the hypocrisy that shows up to town. I love that every year someone who's like a super conservative preacher gets caught with a working girl who exactly. is a, who is a working day. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always something like that. And it's just, I just love the idea of it, uh, of what a... S show it becomes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I like about it is I have a lot of friends who are in the service industry and the lobby money starts flying around and I like that my friends get super huge tips. Oh yeah, the lobbyists will buy some nice steak dinners, yeah. some whiskey with smoke and then the lobbyists tip well. Though. Yeah, like They're, when my friends make a little money. Congressmen don't. Uh, this uh, did you know section is going to be some of the weirdest laws in all 50 states because yes. they have a lot of laws. On the books, and we don't do a lot of revision and codifying, so a lot of things override other things, but they still exist. So I thought we'd go through a few of these. Did you know in California you can't eat frogs that died in a frog jumping competition? Oh, okay. man. All right. uh, that's respectful because it is a uh, it is a competitive animal, and it served its purpose. So, yeah, it's like a gladiator. You shouldn't get to eat it. It, it goes well, into not? the hollowed history of frog jumping. Wow, that seems wasteful to me. Uh, this one is stunning, and I don't even understand how you how you how you follow the law. In Colorado, it is illegal to have upholstery on outdoor furniture. <laughs> Wait, Thank God! Make Thank sure God! Somebody said it. I don't believe that's real, Matt. I do, oh. 
Did you know? Okay. Thank you. You can't have upholstery on uh, outdoor <laughs> furniture. There's an exception to this law. If you've put furniture on your lawn because you're selling it, then it can be outdoor furniture during uh. that moment while you're selling it in a yard sale or whatever. But otherwise... It's supposed to be illegal to have upholstered outdoor furniture. Don't, don't you dare sit on that one outside. I wonder if that's because of like mold or health issues, or if it's just legit, like just gaudy. A neighborhood just says it's by it. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I guess that's why you have removable pillows so that you take them inside, and now it's not. I don't. That's just a weird. Uh, that's a weird one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next one here, I don't like because I thought this was America. Did you know in Indiana you can't catch fish with your bare hands? Oh, no and noodling. You cannot use dynamite to catch fish either. I think dynamite is a big thing everywhere mm-mm, uh, because mm-mm. it will make a bunch of dead fish pop up, but it also pollutes the water and you get way too much. And we're already overfishing heavily, but the noodling, you can't go noodling. Can oh, I man. please be clear that they did not pass a law because they were worried about the environment or overfishing. It's because too many yeehaws were blowing their hands off. Probably. And getting a bit off. Uh, <laughs> did you know in Kentucky you can't use reptiles uh, in religious service? That is, no snakes? Because of the no. snake charmers? Yeah, that's very messed up. In Kentucky... Doesn't seem a place with a lot of like you can't take a little strict lizard? religious laws. That's that is not separation of church and state. That is the government infringing on uh, religion. What if you want to crucify a lizard? Uh, <laughs> too, so what happened is uh, I'll explain it. Just how Matt explained the last law. Too many uh, too many good old boys were getting their hands bit off. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. I think that probably established churches in Kentucky didn't like the charismatic church coming in, and by doing you that, you forget how much power the church has and doesn't like the. Less established, they like the road cool ones. youth pastor with the iguana on his shoulder. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. A lot of Christian churches don't hate anybody more than they hate other Christians who aren't quote unquote doing it right. It's so you say that, but a lot of my there's a split right now happening in the Texas Methodist Church. I wasn't saying that as a joke, dude. I no, no, no. There, there is a massive aggressive split between Methodist churches in Texas and it's based over like Gays. gay marriage and okay. stuff and it's just very weird to read from the background that churches are voting to stay affiliated or not. People are like, well, I'm leaving. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, hey, from the outside, we see from the outside, you all look the same, which it's is sinners. rulesy, rulesy, rulesy. Yeah. Uh, finally, did you know in Kansas, if you're over 14, it's illegal to use a playground. Wow. That's kind of fair. I thought this was freaking America, bro. Man, if I don't want some no Some 14-year-olds don't bloom until a little bit later. Maybe they want to go down the slide in if public. If I'm drunk I'm all, at I'm a all... McDonald's and I want to get inside the Big Grimace, I should be able to get inside the Big Grimace. I'm joking. They haven't had a Big Grimace at a McDonald's I playground know. since the 90s. That's but... what caused COVID, though. <laughs> 15 of the little things that annoy everyone. Oh, no. We supposed to make money on the internet. The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. More clickbait and clickbait corner. This uh, coming from the clickbait gods. 
BuzzFeed, and Reddit. Just a couple of little things, not a big deal, not something that uh, is going to make or break you, but causes you to be irrationally angry Uh, and uh, just just really lose it. Really, really annoying things. I will say, two of mine involve headphones, uh, which I always have in. Number one is uh, when you have the wired Apple headphones or whatever, and you catch it on something. Yes. And it oh, rips it out of your ear. That's always the worst. That's always and the worst. And then you have to go yes. back and restart the, or skip 15 seconds back in the podcast, or if it rips it out of your phone, mm-hmm. makes me so, so angry. Um, Same with when my ear pod falls out of my ear. Yes, I've I've got really good at catching it, though. I've almost dropped it in toilets, almost yep. in a campfire. Oh, man. Yep. It's bad. Uh, speaking of the earbuds, um, I don't know why Bluetooth hates me, but I have unending problems with Bluetooth, mm. and that includes uh, my brand new iPhone with my brand new Apple earbuds just never wanting to connect, huh. or when I'm listening to music or podcasts in my car, never wants to connect. Like if I'm trying to listen to the radio or make a call or something else, my music will take over. But if I'm trying to listen, to, ugh. yeah, oh well, ugh. it's okay. I get do, it. Do y'all have any irrational angers? Things that really drive you? Uh, Probably. I'm just trying not to think about them. So, so I can't many, think of stuff right all now. the time. Um, irrational. I mean, it, we could talk for hours about anything that happens in traffic. I mean, I was going to say, I used yeah. to get extremely irate with people who would not use their blinker. Yeah. It's not such a big deal anymore. I can look out for those people. I mean, specifically if you're making a turn off of a road, I think you should let people know. Then you can yeah. Go. But yeah. no big deal on the highway, whatever, as long as you're not cutting me off and... For me, I have an issue with people that overuse their horn. There is a time and a place That's to annoying. use your horn yes. and to honk at me because I didn't move after the light turned green two seconds before you honked at me is not the right place and yeah, time to annoying. use your horn. I, I will say uh, horns are great, though, if your soccer team wins. You're like... Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Spencer, you nailed one of them. Uh, people who do not uh, use a signal when doing uh, uh, changing yes. lanes. Yeah, please just help everyone out. We're all stuck in this crap called traffic together. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> just uh, let me know if I need to slam on my brakes. It's it's frustrating indeed, and I, I will say uh, irrational anger does come with, with road rage so, so yeah. much. It's uh, yeah. always fun to watch the videos. It's awful. Uh, when the motion sensor on a paper towel dispenser doesn't work, and you're just stuck <laughs> when all you just have no wet. P- paper this towels at all. You gotta use your pants, and then people think you tinkled. Oh, well, yeah. uh, this is similar. When I go to HEB, they have these motion sensored uh, like uh, spurts out like some antibacterial soap, and those never seem to work for me, and it irritates me. Yeah, uh, pe- come on, HEB. People <laughs> who uh, BS an answer instead of admitting they don't know something. Uh, learned that from my dad for sure, man. He was great oh, at it. Yeah. My mom would be like, that's not true. But <laughs> as a kid, we didn't have the internet. Dads are good at that. They uh, are very good I already at that. mentioned this one. Headphone cords being yanked. Uh, people who don't pick up after their dogs. That's Ooh, pretty annoying. Yes. Um, that's I will annoying. say, if, you're, if it's not a walking path and you throw it in a wooded area, whatever. Uh, social media pranks where people waste their food. Social media pranks in general just annoy the crap oh, out of man. me. Oh, man. I saw one recently of this woman who filled up an entire truck bed full of ramen just to go feed some fake I homeless s- dude. I saw that. It was like oh, one of their buddies. Yeah. On. He very clearly was. He was like in a very nice park area under just a tree. And they're like, also give him some money. That's, uh, yeah. That yeah. one was bad and dumb. I can't. I think they were trying to do a bit and maybe didn't. I, I don't know. Even Social media pranks in general. Uh, just well. dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People cutting in line or letting people cut them. Uh, someone who won't text who calls. 
Yeah, what? I'll say that. I like a good call. Uh, getting the can I ask you a question instead of just asking it or some. Mm-hmm. Oof, oof. Don't, don't send me those at work. I hate when people ask me things like that when I'm at my, don't my job. It. Don't beg it. It's very frustrating and it makes yeah. everything more yeah. stressful. You know my schedule. Don't ask me anything stressful, okay? I have to do <laughs> cool <laughs> stuff on the radio. Uh, this is a big Matt Bearden one. People who don't return their shopping carts at grocery stores. Ugh. I agree. It's annoying. It's so corrals. easy to do. Throw it doesn't take that much time. Uh, YouTube recommended videos that don't start with uh, the first of the series. Yeah, that's just the computer. Uh, when people tell you to do something as you're already doing it. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's annoying, oh, that, that sounds like something that I would get into or a fight like with this, my dad as a teenager. Yeah, like the split second right before you're about to do it. Hey, do the, take the trash out. Like, yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna, I was just, Dad. Yes. I love doing it with my fiance. It. I'll be like, take a left here uh, as she's already doing it. <laughs> very <laughs> like the Mandy. That's silly. And speaking of my little love bug, when people talk in baby voices. You don't, you don't like, like that? that, TJ. I know, because I do like it to my dogs voice. all the time. Well, it's different when it's an animal, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. But to <gasps> yeah, other people. Are you right, Spencer? Oh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to start doing that when I mess up in here and get mad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, uh, don't get mad, TJ. The future of farming is right here in Austin. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden, we're going to find out, right? Uh, I guess we are going to kind of find out. I saw this. I really like when Austinites are doing cool, awesome things. and uh, Like drag races. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like drag races. Lots um, of drags involved. <laughs> there is something in town called Vermilion Farms. You guys huh. heard about it yet? Uh, no. Kind of under the radar. Uh, basically, it's a 4,300 square foot greenhouse. It's here in Austin. Uh, the folks behind it have spent 15 years building this greenhouse, and they're build, they're growing plants, crops, whatever, vertically. They grow them awesome. in air. Awesome. Tight. Yeah, so instead of in having air, a so long, long row that takes up, up acres and space, acres, yeah. you should see this stuff. I want to show you a picture. Dude, it that's looks awesome. Like, you know those... It also helps with water... Uh, I think they're doing stuff not like retention, this. retention, but it helps from... You use the water better when you grow vertically. Thank yeah. you. I think those are the scientific yeah, sure. terms. No, you, think, you, you use the water better. They're doing this, uh, I think, more so in bigger cities in Japan and stuff like that, too, where there's less space as, uh, as well. So they get- Yeah, a, a good way to liken it is, you know in Italy, that weird tree that grows all over Italy that grows straight up in the air? Yeah. Really tall and skinny? Basically, the crops look like that. They're in pots. It's a big pipe that goes way up in the air, and then the pipe has little holes, and they grow crops out of those holes. But the the... The roots never hit water. Nice. Yeah, they they, like gr- they grow in air I essentially. Could, I could imagine you stack so many more rows of these uh, vertical uh, pipes or whatever than you can just like land something horizontal. I would well, assume. that's the thing. That yeah. actual like foot space on the ground that are taken up. What would usually take up a whole farming row yeah. now kind of goes straight up in the air. And since you're growing all sides of that pipe, it's much much more compact. Huh. Um, huh. Yeah, now, huh. they just do hydroponic style stuff, like nutrients it's and things like that? It's not hydroponic. That's or? the thing to remember. And it, the, the roots never touch 
Oh, uh, well, I mean, they get misted, I guess. Hydroponics, huh. the, the dank, though, bro. Man, well, hydroponics. Bro. Uh, each tower good. holds 25 gallons of water. It gets wow. piped up to the top, then rains back down on the roots. And that system will turn on for three minutes, off for 12. <laughs> it actually gives roots a chance to sort of dry out in between each watering. I'm okay. looking at this. It's gigantic, you know, I don't know, towers of... Uh, lettuce and kale and cherry mm. tomatoes, and they're providing stuff to a bunch of like restaurants and groceries. Anyway, uh, it uses ninety-five percent less water, no herbicides, no pesticides, no fungicides, um, and water retention. That's what I meant earlier. Is if it's vertical like that, it goes from pot to pot to pot, and then usually at the bottom of something to catch it. That'll then be uh, greenhouse will then make it into rain. Sign volcano days. I don't know fully what you just said, but yes, I agree with you. Bro, it's hydroponics. <laughs> just go to the gas pipe or Willie's and you'll be fine. Anyway, this or thing. smoking burnouts. This is completely, oh, yeah. totally a wired thing. It's awesome. I, yeah. think, I hope it's the future, and I would love to have way more farms like this inside the city limits because maybe this can be our side hustle so we can afford rent. Yes. Oh, man, there's going to be so many more farm-to-market like <laughs> restaurants now if we just pop these up all over the place. No, growing weed. Growing weed. Grown. Shrooms. That's where there's a shortage in the market. Oh, yeah. So you can do that, too. Just okay. get some mycelium. Never mind, you can kill people if you grow them wrong. Don't do that. Yeah, food. No. We need food. Yes. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.